daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brutal Critical podcast brought to you by TPK Games. I am Michael Merritt. I am the DM and humble storyteller for this fantastic group of players. Uh, joining me is the salacious Sam Kavik. Hello, that's me. The gregarious Gordon Proctor. Hello. And the sumptuous Savannah Merritt. <laughs> hello, hello. And we will be your players for the upcoming adventure. Now, this is session zero. So we're going to go through some of the standard session zero discussion topics, which is a slight introduction of our characters, who they are, who we are as people and players. And then we're going to move on into uh, what we want from the entire game as a whole. And I'll begin to describe the world and what these players are dealing with, which is a lot, to be honest. So we're going to go ahead and uh, introduce Sam Capic's character. Sam, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself, Mike? I'm doing all right. So I am going to be playing the magnificent rogue named Fwester Delir. Ah, Fwester. <laughs> a little bit of. A I love that. Yeah, he's a pale elf. Funny enough, from uh, the other okay. side of the world, from where we're playing, as I understand. Mm-hmm. But spent most of his life down in a uh, water deep, raised by his uh, very loving and caring and not at all nefarious and mischievous parents. So the opposite of a uh, of a rogue. <laughs> Indeed, definitely. <laughs> the opposite of a rogue. Got it. Indeed. Are you telling me that you're that you're not the dark brooding type that stands in the corner? No, no, no. How dare you? <laughs> I've, I've transitioned. I've turned over a new leaf in Ten Towns, completely of my own free will. Uh, but with there no... are no leaves in Ten Towns. It's all frozen. Glazing <laughs> <laughs> over that. I'm a waiter now. You see, I'm the responsible, fiscally and morally. Okay. I don't believe you. <laughs> so uh so yeah you what what town do you live in i believe we we talked about a town that you lived in one of the 10 towns up yes. in the north i am living in tourmaline at the moment ah nice little place very good seafood fantastic mm. the least cold some would say the least cold. <laughs> so, you, are you working at like a like a juicy crab? At the <laughs> that happens to be. <laughs> I, I work at a, a small little tavern and making my way, living a nice, peaceful life under the radar from any sort of lawman or like a bounty hunter. Not that anyone would be after me, of course, but. Just in case. Just in case. There's... You never know. Faerun's a crazy world. It is, it is. That's right. So, moving on to uh, to Gordon's character. Gordon, how we doing, buddy? 
I'm doing all right. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, Stig. Uh, Stig under Erlingson. He's a Goliath, but funny enough, has no tattoos. Yes. Because he was raised by the Regged. Regged barbarians. I, uh, a kind of Inuit Scandinavian mix of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, very nomadic uh, reindeer herders for the people that haven't heard of these guys. Um, very much uh, centered on worshiping the earth. And you said he's a he's a Goliath that yes. was raised by them. Yes. What tribe is he part of? If I remember right, tribe of the elk. That is, I, I think that's what we discussed. Yep, the largest tribe, tribe of the elk. Yeah, that's he's he's an interesting guy. So what's he what's he doing in Ten Towns? Uh he's stopping in for supplies. He lives out in the bush mostly. He's in uh, Targos for a short time and. Probably doesn't plan on staying for very long. Sounds about right. Sounds very nomadic. And we're uh, we're moving on to Sav. What's your uh, what's your character? What, what we got going on here? Ooh, well, I will be playing Yora and Arabern, a oh. half orc cleric who lives in the town of Goodmead. She is a devotee to the goddess Saloon during the day and. Not so faithful at night. When what is that? She... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say she has a public face and a private face. Oh my goodness. Miss she... Cleric. <laughs> what are you up to? <laughs> You'll find out. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> she uses uh, lesser restoration more frequently than she'll admit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, Yucky. <laughs> she is <Excuse> me. <laughs> not on my Christian Minecraft server. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yora is uh, from a noble family, much further south, and was sent up north to follow her clerical duties and lives on the outskirts of Homemead, or of Goodmead, rather, um, alone in her little shack, providing services such as healing, uh, mending any clothes or things like that that need mending for the people of Goodmead. And partaking in the mead in secret um, that our town is famous for. I hate to go here, but um, you know, as a as a half orc, and it living in a a city, uh, a cluster of towns that's been plagued by tribal orcs uh, before on many occasions, including the invasion of Akar Cassell. Uh, almost 200 years prior. What? How does everybody react to a half-orc, despite all of the good deeds that you're doing? It's taken a while for the people mm. of Goodmead to get used to Yora. Um, she is both an outsider and a half-orc, like you said. Um, in general, in Ten Towns, 
Yorez met with derision or aversion or general nervousness, but she has found her place, albeit as an outsider, in good need. And they, uh, it's it's kind of fitting for her. Uh, it's a nice place with a little. It's one of the less frozen places normally, with lots of buzzy little bubbly bees, and uh, lots and lots of mead being refined. So it's a good it's a good stopover for her, so that she can do some good. So now that we've met your your lovely characters. We're going to move on to the world that we live in. So, Icewind Dale is situated to the north of the spine of the world, a massive mountain range that spans the continent of Faerun from uh, west to east, almost in its entirety. Incredibly high mountains, very reminiscent of the Himalayas, and deep, deep mountain ranges like the Rockies. So, uh, there's... They're a land, almost a country in their own right, with its own set of rules, its own people, and everything. North of that is a very cut-off area known as Icewind Dale. Uh, it's the area south of the Regged Glacier, east of the Sea of Moving Ice, and north of the Spine of the World. It's a frozen tundra, like most tundras, that has evolving seasons. Uh, it has its warm days and its cold days. And there's a single road that leads out through a pass to the south to a uh, to a small outpost just south of the mountain ridges. Two years ago, that pass closed. A wall of ice rising out of seemingly nowhere. And the very next day, the sun didn't rise. It didn't breach the, the horizon. People didn't really know what was going on, um, but they got stuck in about six hours of twilight before the sun set back, and it was once again deep night. For two years, the folk of Ten Towns, the only constructed civilization in Icewind Dale, a place of outsiders, criminals running from the law, and people just wanting to escape and live a different kind of life. They've been suffering for two years. Under what they've discovered is the frozen fist of Oral Frostmaiden, a lesser god of desolation, of frost, and uh, mourning. No one knows why she's here, and Everyone has different ideas and speculations, but no one's been able to leave. Once you're here, you're trapped. People have been able to come in, and you get new visitors almost every day. But no one can leave. No one knows why. So the towns have resorted to a little bit of the ancient rites that they knew before they were, uh, air quotes, civilized. Each town has some sort of sacrifice that they do to Oral to try to appease her. Some towns sacrifice heat. They don't burn anything at night. Some towns sacrifice light. They live in darkness. Some towns, the towns that can 
spare it, sacrifice people, every night before the darkness descends again. The only light that anyone receives is on clear nights, the skies lit up by an aurora of blues and purples. That's a signal that Oral the Frost Maiden has once again cast her magic and gripped Icewind Dale in her rhyme. So, for two years, the lakes have remained frozen, the seasons haven't changed, the snow has begun to pile up many life forms, plants, insects, things that require the sun, that require the seasons to change, have died out or left. Businesses like the meaderies in Goodmead are in dire straits, especially since their mead is so highly sought after now and one of the most valuable commodities since the darkness overtook Icewind Dale. So we find our characters trudging through their daily life, just hoping to survive until the next one. That's the world. While unseen powers begin to move in Icewind Dale, our characters just try to survive, try to move forward, not knowing that they may be the ones to save Icewind Dale yet. So what do you as players want from this game? What What is it that you guys want to get out of this? What's something that you might want to see or something maybe you're uncomfortable with, you know, just so we can get all of that out of the way. Uh, and we can make sure that everybody has a good time. Well, I'm pretty comfortable with everything, but uh, if somebody else has some misgivings, by all means, feel free to share. I think that the main story is going to be very heavy, so let's try and make sure that we have some stuff on the side that can help make uh, make Icewind Dale a little less depressing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel that. Um, And there is a lot of... uh, uh, there is a lot of uh, chances for some for some whimsy. Tom Perry, uh, maybe. Yes. Uh, this was written by the absolutely incredible Chris Perkins uh, from Wizards of the Coast. He is the DM's DM. He's the god that all DMs worship. <laughs> uh, he's incredible. His writing is incredible. Um... And he knows that this was heavy and that this was, you know, uh, apropos for the time that it was coming out as well. Uh, intentional or not. He, it was completely unintentional and it's in the, uh, it's in the afterward actually of the, of the physical thing. He's, you know, he developed this before the, uh, the pandemic set in and we were in isolation and then, and then, uh, you know that all happened and it's a it's about being isolated it's about these kind of dark it's very dark and these dark tones were uh, are prevalent 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 throughout the throughout the entire the entire module the entire adventure but he knows this and he's an incredible writer and so he injected it with some whimsy along the ways and you can see that in for example a race of winter spirits 
that have come because Oral, the Frost Maiden, is doing the things that she's doing. And so they pop up and they're like weird little, they're like really friendly little weird winter goblin kind of things. They're, they're, they're great. I love them. <laughs> um, they're actually fae spirits, but, um, so you know, the mischief that fae spirits can get into. So yeah, there's, there's plenty of whimsy, uh, for you guys to participate in so that it's not all, you know, darkness and maudlin depression. There's plenty of like heartwarming moments. Um, the world that I've kind of built and that we're going to build together is basically a world where if you're stuck in the dark and you see the light of a fire, go towards it. Because the person sitting at that fire, whether that be inside their house or at a camp, is going to help you. I've intentionally made the people of 10 towns, while, yes, very rustic and a little bit prejudiced, as we'll see with uh, with Sav's character, they are generally warm and supportive because it's the only thing holding people together right now. Because living in the dark all the time is with the harsh realities of winter being an entire thing all the time for two years, the threat of yetis, which is, yes, is a real thing, um, and other horrible threats from the outside world causes people to kind of close in together. A lot of the competition that they've had in the past over fishing rights and things like that is gone because it's hard to fish when your boats are all frozen at the docks and it's hard to be mad at the people who steal your fishing spots when there's no fishing spots to steal. <laughs> Um, I caught a lot of ice today. Yeah. <laughs> I told my daddy it was a good idea to get into the ice cutting business, and look where I am now. <laughs> Man, the ice sculptors are doing fantastic in this oh, economy. God. Yeah, they're doing incredible. <laughs> and, and there's no longer any drinks neat. Everything's frozen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything's on the rocks. That's a lot of... That's a lot of margaritas, is all I'm saying. Ooh. Ooh. Now I want a margarita. I do, too. All right. <laughs> Mar margaritas after adventures, when we go to the the uh, Wild Boar Inn, everybody gets margaritas. That's the new <laughs> national drink at 10 times. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> Can we get Where the do they get the limes? We don't know. Everyone From the lime fairies, obviously. Everyone's yeah. just got to handle a Patron in their house. <laughs> Straight from Callum Shan, y'all just <laughs> a bottle of Patron. Oh no, that's then there's the that one guy. Patron, actually, it's Patron. <laughs> Only warlocks can drink it. <laughs> it's just a mixture of that that one Kraken bottle that's got the octopus on top. But it just says patron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, warlocks. 
Ooh, is a shot then an eldritch blast? (laughs) 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 Wow, I hate that. (laughs) Yes, absolutely it is. First order of business, Eldritch Blast is a shot. That's going on the merch. <laughs> We're throwing that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Just a, a graphic of a bottle of patron and a shot next to it that says Eldritch Blast. <laughs> so funny. Dang. So familiar. I mean, cat. <laughs> I mean my floofy floofy boy mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is there is there anything else uh, you guys want to see maybe or you know don't want to see What a, is there things we should watch out for I think that if there's something that would require a trigger warning for people hmm we should think about how we navigate that and definitely put that in the beginning of any episodes. Absolutely. Um, okay. Anything that's, that's not implicit with D&D, like, yes, yes, there's going to be fighting. We are playing D&D. Yes, yes. there's probably going to be some flirting. We're playing D&D. There's a barbarian in the party. <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm winking. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a barbarian in the party. And every bard within a hundred square miles is going to want to get some of his his stees. Steeg stees. Steegs. He steegs. <laughs> On another note, with the barbarian, there's going to be decapitations. It's just gonna yeah. Happen. So we need, but we do need to. You're right. You're absolutely right. We do need to give people a warning beforehand that. This is a this is a pretty dark setting. This is a pretty dark setting. And while we're going to try to offset that with some goofiness and the lightheartedness of our of our characters and, and things like that, it's the themes are pretty dark. Yeah. So and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do our to best like off. Curse of Strahd, it's still pretty bleak. Yeah, cool. I just got done prepping Curse of Strahd, and it is Whew. Yikes. Mm-hmm. That's the that's next season though. Yeah. Um <laughs> we'll get there. Maybe, maybe that's why so many people flirt or try to flirt with Strahd. <laughs> it's so bleak, they're like, just give me some just give me something well, good. Give me that vampire. Just, just a little bit. Come on. That just a little hot. Happy. Give me the love he thing, is, Daddy. He is spicy hot. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I have, I got the revamped version and it's, there's a, there's a poster board thing in there of his coffin because it's shaped like his coffin and it's him laying in it. And man, he is just an absolute smoke show. Seen that forehead? Oh, three air (laughs) at least. Ooh. (laughs) I mean, whew. Hey, how's it going? Hey. <laughs> you know, Thank you I look, look like you're good at <laughs> I mean, it was indeed a dark and stormy night. Good lord. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh, but yes, so the themes are going to be dark. 
Um, I mean, Chris Perkins took from uh, his main source of inspiration was The Thing, 1984, The Thing. Good mm-hmm. year. And From the Mountains of Madness by H.P. Lovecraft. That's so, okay. yeah, so with be... homages to things like Alien, uh, the 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 hit sci-fi show or show movie, <laughs> movies, yeah, um, two movies in that series, right? Four, four. <laughs> but, oh, don't don't get me started on this. <laughs> <laughs> don't get, don't get. Uh, don't get any of the merits started on Alien and Predator, and we'll we'll have some things to say. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so there, there's a there's quite a quite a theme going on. That theme being darkness and the color black. Um, Sad. But there's going to be some, yeah, sad kind of op- oppressive atmosphere. The theme song would probably be I Want to Break Free by Queen. Because, boy. How much to make that our intro for every episode? Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> I want that's... That to make that royalty free i'm gonna have to spend some money (laughs) (laughs) or we could just perform our own cover (laughs) (laughs) we're all destined for stardom behind the microphone As long as I don't have to look at anybody, I'm fine. Yeah. As long as I don't have to look at me, I'm good. Bad enough, I, I have to look at you. I don't, I don't, look at I don't like. Else. <laughs> Listen, stage fright is a real thing. If I'm sitting very comfortably at my desk, yelling things at a computer, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some good old Facts. Sea of Thieves. That's some good yelling. Some, uh. Although that that does not bode well for any live shows that we may do someday that may or may not happen, um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to telecommute into that one. That's <laughs> thunderboom. You guys can just sit around a table on a stage somewhere, and then my face is just gonna pop up in a on a big jumbotron behind, and I'll be like. <laughs> You could be who's the dude in Power Rangers? Uh, yeah, like there's Power Rangers uh, and then the big face. Uh, um, Zord- Zord- Zordon? Zord? Zord? Oh my god, it's been a long time, and I'm a bad nerd for not knowing that. Um, <laughs> bad, bad. There's only so much nerd stuff that I can know. Okay, I just got. Hmm. <laughs> I can't believe you gave up Power Hello Rangers as your. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, my entire okay. brain is Path of Exile right now. I can't blame him. <laughs> just to date this recording for any Poe nerds out there, Ultimatum just launched like three days ago. And that's all I've been doing. Listen, there's uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, for any like, of the listeners... You ready to record? Uh, and I'm like, what? That's today? 
Yeah. <laughs> for uh, for any of the listeners, uh, we're all gigantic nerds, and we play video games, and uh, all of us play together in different D and D campaigns as well. Indeed. So. Um, if we get enough saucy support, we'll post our gamer tags so that people know when they're playing with us. Yeah. <laughs> and people so know that toxic PvP is going to be mm-hmm. me. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, guys. I'm the toxic PvP. <laughs> Listen, League of Legends did something to me, all right? It does something to everyone. <laughs> You leave behind the league, but the league doesn't leave you. No. It's ingrained in my genetic code now. Yeah. It's like, oh, you beat someone? Teabag them. Teabag them. Right now. Right now. Oh, that was Halo. Absolutely. Halo did that to me. Back in the day, day. (laughs) Halo 2, shoddy snipes. Let's go. Blood Gulch. Blood Gulch. Blood Gulch. 1v1 me, scrub. I was a Nintendo and PlayStation. <laughs> this is before game. Rust was ever even a twinkle in someone's eye. Yeah, it was. That was where we really settled all of our issues. Shoddy snipes. Uh, low grav. Ooh, uh, and screen watching. Ooh, I know you were watching my screen, Mike. You can't that's not. Play. I wasn't. I was an honest. I know you were watching my screen. <laughs> you dastardly I creature. Screens, always. <laughs> So if it if it hasn't become apparent to anybody, uh, Sav and I are siblings. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> two two of four. Um, all of us are D and so you can imagine how proud our mom is of us. Was <laughs> <laughs> that what dorks and dorks? <laughs> yeah, and I put a twenty-something-year-old up for adoption. <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible to put my adult child up for adoption? <laughs> Jokes on you! I'm gonna emancipate myself first. <laughs> Jokes on you, mom! I play. I pay my own taxes. <laughs> Jokes on you, mom! I pay. Sounds my like own. jokes on you for paying taxes. <laughs> Are you advocating tax evasion in our pre-episode? Absolutely not. If the IRS guess... is listening, everyone here pays their taxes on time. Well, we know what kind of person that Gordon is. <laughs> all the listeners, all the listeners, he just attracted him. the Tea Party crowd right now. You can't blame him. He's a barbarian. He doesn't understand all the about, concept of money. It's all about reaching your target audience. <laughs> We're gonna have a target audience for each one of you. <laughs> Listen, the IRS counts as viewers, right? Yes, yeah, I would say so. They, they yeah. Our personal FBI agents also count. Hey, if my personal FBI agent is listening to this, at least get on the Patreon and subscribe, please. Come on, Todd. Yeah, come on, Todd. Come on. Five you monitor dollars, me all day. Let's $5 go. $5 goes a long way to bailing me out of jail. Come on, man. <laughs> you know I'm harmless. Let's go. Get on the bandwagon, Todd. I know you watch me play chess and you laugh at me. Come on, that's some content. <laughs> you, you know I'm. You you know I'm no I'm no troublemaker. At least when I'm in the real world, when I'm on Sea of Thieves, all I do is cause trouble. All it is is just absolute heinous 
toxic PvP. hundred <laughs> percent, yep. Because now I know I can win every time. <laughs> oh, so the toxicity is coming from you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. The rest of us are all like, oh, we got a bunch of loot. Maybe we should turn it in, you know. Like, let's kill safe. And Mike's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no. I see sails, son. I see sails in that <laughs> death. <laughs> I don't have a fancy ship for nothing. All right. <laughs> All shall fear me. I have eight cannons and a grudge. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> With a cannon, I have eight cannons, a grudge, and I'm sexy as hell. The <laughs> sea better fear me. <laughs> I'm gonna steal the sea. It's the sea, it's the sea of me's. She's gonna Ooh. be bad. bad. Daddy needs to express some rage, is what's going on there. <laughs> My familiar is staring at me from across the room. Stop yelling at me, GG. GG. Yeah, we can pretend that I'm multi-class in Warlock and only got a very vocal familiar. Vocal Siamese cat. Indeed. The, the only logical explanation why she got so old is just... She's Fae. Yeah, True. time time uh, progresses differently for Fae. Yeah. Time is meaningless for the Fae. Sounds oh. she Wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> wow! She's, She's just back there, tonight. not surprised at all. She is that sitting, you're. She is sitting on the print bed to my 3D printer, staring at me and yelling at me. I have never seen such a righteous show of authority. She's a cat, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they do. I was like, I was sleeping, and Freya, my cat, uh, was. For the listeners, was uh, wanted some attention, I guess, uh, or wanted to let me know that she exists today. So she hopped on my stomach, and I like reached out to pet her, kind of like half asleep. She plants her feet on my chest and just yells, <laughs> just <laughs> right into my face, just, just the ah, most prolonged ah, angry ah. kitten scream I have ever seen. Taz, <laughs> the other cat. Is sitting at the edge of the bed and his little head pops up. And he's like, What are you yelling about? <laughs> what are you doing? What? <laughs> Stop. There's a, the old people are trying to sleep there, tiny cat. She oh, was just expressing her feelings. You know what? She's a strong, independent woman and she expresses her feelings how she wishes. She just wanted you to smell that morning kitten breath. Oh, it was glorious. <laughs> She just got done eating food, obviously, because her her breath smelled like tuna. So she's just <laughs> what? She wanted me to play, so I got up and played with her. <laughs> That's your alarm clock right there. Yeah. <laughs> she woke me up like ten minutes before my alarm went off. There you go. Perfect. Like oh, good. That's good a kitten. I know, I needed those 10 minutes. I'm very sleepy now. And it's her fault. She did this. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, guys, I'm I'm super excited for this. I'm super excited to get started. 
to flush out all your characters with their with their weird quirkiness and their their little uh so much to learn about our characters actually before mm-hmm. we finish off our session zero do you want to tell people a little bit about ourselves as people yes that would be great why don't you since uh sam you you prompted this why don't you start buddy all right so as you probably already know my name is sam capic uh in my free time currently i'm a student uh but in my free time i like to edit videos and photography and i'm going to be the main editor for tpk huzzah that was that was clapping Thank you. Fantastic. And as you might be able to hear, I am the proud owner of one very, very angry Siamese. Um, <laughs> she exists to spite you. Yes, Gigi <laughs> is her name. <laughs> we all love Gigi. Yeah. She is one of the oldest cats I know, and you're probably going to hear a lot from her. She's probably going to be consistent guest. Probably. I'm looking for uh, a couple of our our patrons to uh, who are definitely artists to draw up a uh, a Freya, Gigi, and Taz uh, <laughs> fan art. That would be amazing. Gigi would 100% be. I don't know. She's a warlock. She's a Tabaxi warlock. <laughs> she drinks patron every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Favorite drink is the Elder's Blast. Mm. She gets up in the morning with a shot of Eldritch Blast. <laughs> now that I've finally acknowledged her, she has decided to take her leave. Oh. Alright. Gordon, can well, you tell us a little day. bit about yourself? Don't you know? Gordown. Oh, me. Yeah, hey, you. <laughs> Riveting. That's great. Riveting, yes. Great yeah, I, I am not technically inclined at all, so I am just a player. Ooh, I just uh, exist here. Yeah. What do you? Like That's Gordon you? Proctor, everybody. He is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is uh. He is, he is. <laughs> just playing. He's <laughs> really gonna pull the tea party in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Screw you. <laughs> there you out. Fuck you. That's my privacy. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> No, I'm an EMT at night and a sleepy boy during the day. Sleepy boy is a right. Yep. My goodness. What time did you wake up today, Gordon? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> 4.30. Yep. That's, that's I right. thought I slept in late. Jesus. What time, are, what time were we supposed to originally record, buddy? I don't know, Mike. What time were we originally supposed to join the group? Three o'clock. Oh, <laughs> but that's okay because we had that that kind of times us our tells people the time we start we start recording around seven ish at night works well for me yeah yeah as long as everybody can uh can can handle you know staying up a little bit and playing which yeah. i mean it's become like a regular thing in my games that we all start really late, and we just go until everybody's too sleepy to <laughs> keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think um, the last one we did uh... on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> you know who you are. What? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Couch crew. 
<laughs> Couch crew. Um, Sav. Hello, me, hello. Tell me about yourself. Tell the listeners about you. Ooh, what is that to tell? Um, my <laughs> name tell a is... lot from that right there. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot of information. <laughs> Uh, well, hello, everybody. My name is Savannah Merritt. I am the youngest sister of the Merritt brothers, or Merritt siblings. Oh, no. Um, um, I am a trans woman, and when and during the daytime, I work for the EPA as a technically a scientist. Um, just but that's fake. Though. That's fake news. Technically, um, I don't have any pets, so I, I'm doing. I'm doing a count. I think I have 18 plants, and that's that's my my companionship. I'm a druid. Yeah, real life yeah, druid. Plants are the new pets. There we go. I mean, there's people who would argue that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> my cat just died. So I'm a little sad. But it's fine. I got a succulent right here, and that's all I can keep alive. <laughs> I have a cactus I haven't watered in two months. Man, it's doing great. It's doing great. <laughs> oh, did yours come with one of those little signs that just say "I thrive on neglect"? And you just pick it up and you're like, <laughs> same. <laughs> "Same, buddy." My little the, the sign Are says, you... ignore, "Ignore me, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> Your succulent is me meeting men on Tinder. <laughs> oh, disregard me, Poppy. <laughs> disregard me, Poppy. <laughs> That's wrong. That's wrong. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Just a boy. I did the boy. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, uh, sad. That's that's my uh, that's my character for Peter, our older brother's uh, Dungeon of the Mad Mage campaign. Is that that voice right there? Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> just a boy. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. He's just a boy. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That boy's just a boy. My name's. My, name, my name's Roland. I'm a hunter of monsters. Monster hunter, some would say. I have to, I have to like I, puff out oh. my chest and tuck my chin to talk like that. <laughs> so I'm gonna be spending like six hours just like this. Like I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't, uh, I don't like where the dungeon's going. Right? With your head at that I need angle, to take a break. it definitely looks like that is your normal voice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's what he looks like on the day to day. You look like you work at a shell station in like Macon, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> oh, uh, I could go for a gas station taquito yeah, right now. You honestly, the person that my health teacher warned me about. <laughs> <laughs> Found him. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else see the uh, South Park episode where they the the gluten free episode where they they basically took the pyramid and turned it over and like you're supposed to get 
oils and fats as the most mm-hmm. uh the most uh the biggest part of your diet so they're having they're having butter on a stick yummy that's what that's what that just reminded me of <laughs> but mm. y'all want, want some deep fried butter 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 oh i want cheese sticks Ooh, i want cheese sticks it doesn't want cheese sticks. That's everything I can't eat all in one, but I want it. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> I live to spite my GI tract. <laughs> what has it ever done for me? Only exactly. bad things, though. Exactly. No one notices it unless you're unless it's doing something. We all, everyone who has a healthy GI tract, needs to congratulate it. Mm-hmm. Eat some Absolutely yogurt. Not. I don't know. Reward reward your GI tract. <laughs> I have excellent gut flora. I don't know. And fauna, maybe? Fauna. I don't want any gut fauna. We don't need a dream catcher situation, all right? <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> also known as ass weasels. Wow. Wow, that was, that was a hell of a reference. <laughs> but I think about that book all the time. All the time. Especially <laughs> now, because we've got aliens showing up, and they're about to talk to us about that stuff. Like, So we need to talk about the aliens, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the U.S. government is doing. They're like, hey, so we need to talk about the aliens. Um, that's, that's a thing. I we'll can't say with you and June. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Talk to us. Talk to us about the aliens. What's going on? <laughs> like, you want to run that by me again, fucking commander in chief? Scoozy? Kikosa? That is most of our team meetings every week. Just oh, there's, there's you know the environment, aliens. the environment, the environment. Aliens, the environment, the environment, the environment. <laughs> like, you know, they don't think I'm paying attention. Just global warming caused by aliens? Question mark. <laughs> global warming solved by aliens? Question mark. Ooh. Global warming is actually just aliens? Question mark. Oh. Oh. The globe is aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> globe is egg. Egg of giant celestial beast? Tarask. I wish. Ah, Tarask. Yeah. There's definitely not one of those in Frostmaiden. Yet. I feel like you're saying that, but you don't mean it. That feels like lip service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was picky. <laughs> what, you don't trust me already? No. <laughs> I've never trusted you. I've Since the day I was born. Like three or four campaigns <laughs> with you now? You... So if you were born and you looked across the room and just narrowed your eyes and said, hmm, not that mm, one. That brother of mine is sus. (laughs) 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 I'm a feeling he's going to be the source of a lot of pain and anguish when I'm in my late 20s. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how. (laughs) Across the room and went, oh, this is what I have to deal with. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's how everybody looks at me across the room, though. It's oh, (laughs) 
Poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, it's been fun. Uh, this was a good session zero, just kind of giving everybody an idea of who we are as people, producing yeah, our on? characters, talking about the world, joking around. This will be good, and this game will be fun. So, um... Is that in order? <laughs> yes, it's required. It's required. The tone was just a little too stern. Oh, I didn't introduce myself. Um, yeah. Who are you? I'm Ooh, I'm the DM. I'm my name is Michael Merritt. Who invited you? And um, <laughs> and I'm mysterious, like most gods. Now <laughs> so does anyone know like a new DM? <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> We had two patron Patreon followers, and somehow they found out about this and have already unsubscribed. <laughs> Their demand responds. Yeah, no, this is, this is terrible. No, I work as a. Um, why did I almost say philanthropist? I don't donate to charity. <laughs> I mean, I do, but not that much. I'm hardly calling myself a philanthropist. I'm, I'm a philanderist. I'm not a philanderer. I am. I'm a very nice person, usually. Unless I'm on Sea of Thieves, then I'm a horrifying monster that deserves to be put down. Um, but, uh, no, I'm a phlebotomist by day. Well, really by night, because I'm working night shift right now down in the city. Um, just a vampire taking people's blood. Nothing too special about it. And uh, as Sav said, uh, she, she and I are... Siblings, we have two brothers that also play D and D. Terrifying as that is for everyone involved. Yeah, that game is a mess. It's horrifying. It's a bunch of DMs with a couple of other players sitting around breaking D and D. Just breaking D and D. Never give Peter a wizard, ever, <laughs> ever. It's the worst thing you could do. I'm going to protect the temple with summoning stones. Oh, sweet Christ. <laughs> <laughs> What's in there? Uh, 26 castings of uh, spirit guardians. <laughs> whiz well, save after whiz save, sir. Looks huh. like we're running up on time here, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So that will do it for our first, uh, our session zero. Um, we'll be releasing a session one here in the next uh, couple of weeks and we will begin our adventure then you can find us at patreon.com forward slash uh, tpkg uh, that's tpkg for tpk games uh, our host gaming company if you guys want to plug your pluggables if you want if there's anything you guys want to plug you are more than welcome to if you have a page that you want people to go to or um you want people to friend request you or send yourself out to uh xbox or you know you need some gaming buddies now's the time y'all plug your pluggables sure if you want to give me a follow on instagram and you can look at all of my exceptionally artsy and totally highbrow photography 
You can find <laughs> me at Authorized Entry. Anybody else have any pluggables? No, not particularly. I'm gonna. Have um, to, I would have to change my gamer tag to something that's more feasible. <laughs> I, I like get. your gamer tag. I like your gamer tag. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, that's right. It's uh, Night Noodle four seven eight seven. There you go. Night Noodle four seven eight seven. I forgot. I changed it. Yeah. yeah what? <laughs> Sad. You got something for me? Ooh. Uh... Well, I have Instagram, so if anybody wants to follow me, it's at at Merrily Sav, M-E-R-R-I-L-Y-S-A-V, and plug loving yourself. Give yourself a hug. You know what? That's a good plug. Plug loving yourself. Everybody deserves love, especially you. Um, but not you. Truth. You know who you are. Yeah, but not <laughs> you. Uh, and you can follow our Instagram uh, at tpk.games and mine at uh, canus, C-A-I-N-U-S, if you prefer. Um, I'll be posting in both places. Uh, and once again, that Patreon is patreon.com forward slash tpkg. Uh, come... Come spend some time with us, y'all. That'll wrap it up, y'all. Thanks for coming out. Uh, that's the episode. Have a Bye. good one, everyone. Bye. Bye. Peace. Bye. That is the episode, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back next week for another episode of Brutal Critical. See you there.